Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Listen, learn. Want to learn more about your vehicle? Visit me at carcareforthecluelist.com, making you a savvy car consumer. Jiggy Jaguar is better than me. I'm totally serious about that, too. Welcome back to our big broadcast, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher. The brand-new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store or JiggyJaguar.us. 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. iHeartRadio as well. And uh, the fantastic Wednesday edition rolls on here on our big program. And, of course, uh, we're... There's there's been a lot of news this week, and uh, one of one of the uh, big news stories is more Muslim immigration to the United States. It's basically equaling fewer homosexuals. The left has to choose basically at this point, gay or Islam. And we've got Megan Barth with us today. She's the founder and proprietor of ReaganBaby.com, nationally recognized political commentator and woman's advocate, and also a right wing supporter of the gay community. Miss Barth is on the telephone. How are you, Megan? I'm doing great, James. Thanks for having me back. Now let's talk about we, we, we've got a couple topics with you today. This is this is a number one on the list. Um, what did you make of all this when when this took place? When this Omar Mateen uh, went on this rampage, and then it was later discovered that uh, by NBC News that he went to Saudi Arabia in 2011 and 2012, and uh, this this is this has just been a, a huge news story this week. Uh, Well, it has, and uh, these types of attacks are going to continue uh, until we get to, well, number one, until we replace the commander-in-chief with someone who doesn't have fear of insulting Islam. Yes. And it's interesting because you watch, and any time that you point out the truth uh, that is Islam, you are immediately accused of being an Islamophobic. And those that are accusing others of being Islamophobia, uh, excuse me, Islamophobia, yeah. are protecting homophobia, misogyny, uh, widespread child rape, and a sex trade. So for them to stand in front of Islam, specifically the 10 to 11 countries whereby they execute gays because it is a sin against Islam to be a homosexual. And so to execute gays, according to an imam who spoke at a Sanford, Florida mosque, is an act of compassion. Where is the left coming out against that hate speech? 
speech. Why are we allowing imams that are on public record calling for the execution of gays? Why are we covering it up? Why aren't we not exposing it? And when we do talk about it, why are we called Islamophobes? Why are we said, oh, well, this imam doesn't represent Islam? Well, he sure as heck does, because in Iran, where he's from, they execute gays. Yeah. That, 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 that's the thing, and, and, and there's been a lot of, uh, there's been just countless, countless situations where they're like throwing them off of buildings and, and, and all sorts of weird, horrible things. Right. It depends on what the um, execution method is under Sharia law. Different countries practice different executions. Sometimes it's by stoning. Sometimes it's by throwing off, uh, off of bridges or of uh, buildings. And sometimes it's by the old, good old beheading. And this type of savagery and barbarism needs to be talked about because it exists within the culture, specifically from countries that have a high immigration rate into this country. And immigrants from those countries have no... Uh, expectation nor want to assimilate. According to the Turkish president, Erdogan, he said assimilation is a crime against humanity. There is no moderate Islam. Islam is Islam. So I'll take his words for it before I take Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton's words for it. Because the rise of ISIS and the radicalization that is inherent within Islam has continued to spread because of their foreign policy or lack thereof. We've got a great guest with us today. Megan Barth joins us here in our broadcast. And uh, you know Megan from ReaganBaby.com. She's also a nationally recognized political commentator, women's advocate, and she's with us today to talk about this situation out there in Orlando. Uh, there, there is a lot of things that, that seem to be wrong with this with this story uh the, the the fact that this guy went to saudi arabia two or three different times uh 2011 and 2012 before he was interviewed by the fbi uh the, 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 this is a strange situation and i'm trying to figure out why they didn't catch this guy or maybe they didn't want to catch this guy well and here's the thing and i write about this on reaganbaby.com and it's called love is love unless you are a gay muslim as we have watched the administration the last seven years whitewash Islamic terror on the heels of the San Bernardino terrorist attack, Hillary Clinton put out an immediate statement on Twitter. Let's be clear. Islam is not our adversary. Muslims are peaceful and tolerant people and have nothing whatsoever to do with terrorism. Then you go down after San Bernadette. Yes, I mean, if that's not, I mean, it's so shockingly naive and dangerous. And I said, let's be clear, Hillary Clinton is dangerous. Yes, very and much so. And this type of thinking has pervaded our uh, federal government to the point where 20, 72 suspected terrorists are on the no-fly list, and guess who they work for? The Department of Homeland Security. 
So when Hillary Clinton and the progressive left want to come out and talk about gun control, and she wants, instead of terrorism, and she wants to say, well, anyone that's on the no-fly list shouldn't be able to get a gun, well, how about you start with the 72 terrorists that are working for the Department of Homeland Security? See, this this is the thing, Megan, that I've always wondered <laughs> with all these things that have been going on. I remember years and years ago when 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 I was when I was going to going to school and we would read about the JFK assassination and how um, you know Lee Harvey Oswald, the lone nut, you know, and all these things. And and you were and you were told all through school and even through adulthood, yeah, it was Lee Harvey Oswald. He was just pissed off the president and all these things. He killed him. And then two or three years ago, it came out on uh, I think it was USA Today or some some of the a mainstream newspaper that ah yeah the CIA did it. And now it's to the point with the with this stuff with this these radical Islam guys where it's like yeah the government's just uh, we know who these people are but we don't really care. What, what, <laughs> is it just is it just the fact that people are lazy with the narrative or how, how does that work exactly? Well, just I think it was a, a week or maybe five days prior to the Orlando terrorist attack. Uh, Jeff Johnson of the uh, Department of Secretary of the Department of Ho- Homeland Security issued a memo which went out and instructed that in order to not insult Muslims, the following words cannot be used. And these following words were jihad, jihad. Now we can't say war. <laughs> we can't say war now. We can't say war. Uh, we can't say Sharia. Nope. Even That's though gone. That is the, that, even though Sharia, under Sharia law, they execute gays, we can't talk about that anymore. And then, oh, we can't say infidel. <laughs> Which is anybody who doesn't believe in anybody Islam. Anybody who doesn't believe in, in, in Islam. So basically, we just can't even talk about Islam. Or yep. else that, I guess, is hate speech. It's not, it's not allowed anymore, because it would offend them. Correct. It, it, talking about Hitler, it would be like... We couldn't say the word Nazi. We couldn't say the word Jew. What are you talking about? <laughs> See, this, this is the thing that just it just mystifies me that that we live in this culture. Well, and you know what mystifies me more is that anyone that got that internal memo, or if any Republican, or Paul Ryan, or Mitch McConnell, or anybody on the security got wind of that, wouldn't you take that to the American public and say, hey guys, we can't really talk about Islam anymore in our federal uh, departments and agencies that are required to protect us, supposedly. Yes. (laughs) Yes. They're not protecting (laughs) us. Through political correctness does not come protection. There comes weakness. Because when you can't talk about the truth, you don't have an informed populace. And we're all just walking around like sitting ducks. It is. It is just absolutely, absolutely amazing. We've got uh, the proprietor of ReaganBaby.com with us today, Megan Barth, and uh, she joins us live here on the big broadcast, talking about the Orlando shooting and uh, some of the different words and some of the different things that you can't talk about. Um, federal officials basically have been tracking this guy. And there's been all sorts of different things going on. He was a uh, a coworker at G4S Security. 
Uh, they basically com- complained that he'd been making racial and homophobic remarks to his employer. He'd reportedly refused to terminate uh, this guy because he was a Muslim. Uh, so now we're, we're, we're worried that if we, if we get rid of the guy who's, who's ticked off at everybody, we might offend the Muslim community. Right. Well, and that is exactly why J- Judge Johnson put, passed down that memo, you know, instructing what you can and cannot say, because we are more concerned if a Muslim is disrespected than if 90 LGBT uh, members or 100 are completely slaughtered, uh, half of them slaughtered in a gay nightclub, because we were too worried about offending one Muslim. It's or just... a community. Well, I'm sorry, but using the words Sharia, Jihad... An infidel is part of being a Muslim. Those are your, that's your everyday, those are involved in your everyday life, whether you embrace Sharia or not, whether you embrace Jihad or not. We've got, we've got the, uh, We've got the fabulous, fabulous Megan Barth with us today. She joins us live here on the telephone talking uh, about the Orlando nightclub shooting. Um, we, we also are, are going to talk with uh, Megan about uh, some of the other situations going on. Uh, we we, we want to chat about some of the other different big news stories. We're going to take a brief time out with Megan Barth. When we come back, we're going to keep chatting with Megan here on our big program about a lot of the other news stories that are going on in the world. Check out ReaganBaby.com for more information. We're back here in a few moments. The iHeartRadio and 50 Plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Megan Barth with us today. She joins us live. She, of course, is from ReaganBaby.com which is a fantastic website and, uh, Check that out today. Nationally recognized political commentator and woman's advocate. She's with us today here on the telephone uh, talking about a situation that uh, we were talking about the Orlando situation earlier. In this segment, we want to talk with her about uh, campaign 2016 with uh, Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton. Bernie's either in or he's out or he's... I don't know what's going on there. Um... (laughs) What do you make of the response that Donald Trump had after the Orlando shooting when he said, well, I hate to say it, but I warned you guys. I, I lost you a little bit there, but I think you asked me what my response was based on his response that he said yes. he had warned us. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, you know, someone had to because Islamic terror is continuing to be whitewashed by this administration. They say that climate change is more dangerous to humankind than jihad. Uh, and they won't even until, what, the other day after Orlando mentioned the words radical and Islam in the same sentence. And, and here's the thing, you know, radical Islam, I would challenge, is, is mainstream Islam. Because uh, in 11 Islamic countries that house a billion people, they execute gays, they're highly misogynistic, they beat women or stone women, uh, they believe in rape. Uh, you know, it, so this is relatively mainstream. Terrorism is not mainstream, but terrorism has become mainstream because of our foreign policy, because we've whitewashed the enemy, and because they've refused to acknowledge that we're at war. So someone had to, and so if he has some bravado or, or if people take offense to that, well, too bad. You know, it, we've been waiting, I think, for a very long time, and the American people have been waiting for a very long time for the truth, no matter really who it comes from, because 
when you look at congressional uh, popularity, if, if you want to put those two words together, they're only, uh, you know, polling at, what, a 10% uh, likability? Yes. So no one trusts the politicians anymore <laughs> because we're told one thing and they do another. The leadership has been completely bankrupt. Uh, you'll find the leader on a golf course. And uh, if he does make it out of the country, he's bowing to all of our enemies. Yes, very so much so. So you have this guy that comes along, uh, Donald Trump, that has nothing to lose, who is basically telling it like it is. And I've always said that he has a style that's not only New York, but he has a style that uh, is uh, similar to what you would read in the comment section of a newspaper or a yes. blog. Yes, uh, yes. I, I, I believe it was Rush or Tom Likas or somebody that referred to uh, referred to Donald Trump as the world's uh, as the world's first internet troll that's running for president. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, I've got a few of those on regular basis. But usually I, internet trolls are just complete morons. Well, that too. Uh, that too. <laughs> yeah, morons don't build $10 billion brands. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, see, the thing, yeah. the thing that I like about Trump, and this was the thing, and, 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 the thing that I hated when we when we started this whole election process on both sides of the aisle is I, I liked Bernie because he was he was an actual progressive and Hillary is just bought and paid for and then on the other side you had all those guys and girls who were kind of clueless but Trump was really the only one who knew what the heck was going on and and now you've got a situation where they have tried to do everything they could to get rid of Trump. And it hasn't I mean, worked. I, I was waiting for the kitchen sink to come out of love. Yes. Physical they haven't been able to get rid of this guy. <laughs> and and the one thing, like, on the other side with Bernie that I always thought was funny, which apparently someone must have told Hillary to shut up, but I remember when she was running around and she would uh, talk a bunch of crap on Bernie's policies, and it did nothing but elevate him. She would go out there and be like, well, we can't do this whole thing where we got to uh, fix the health care system. And so all these people who have been either having to pay the premium or eat have decided, oh, Bernie wants to fix health care? And then all of a sudden she's like, well, we can't give free college away. So then all these people go, what? Free college? So as soon as <laughs> as soon as soon his policies started becoming popular, all of a sudden she's like, oh, my God, I got to shut the hell up because I'm, I'm, I'm helping this guy. And if it wasn't for the fact that the superdelegate stuff and and all this nonsense. I was always hoping that it would come down to Bernie and Trump because then you would have two individuals that you knew where they stood and you either had a left or a right instead of, well, Hillary's just kind of going to say whatever the heck she wants because she's going to try to get, you know, whatever voters that she can. But uh, now it's getting to the point where, uh, you know, the, the Hillary side of things, she's, she thinks she's gotten rid of, of Bernie for whatever reason. And, and, and she probably has, because I doubt that they're going to, I doubt he's going to really be able to put up a fight at the convention. And he's already said he doesn't want to be her VP. He already said he doesn't want to do any, any of the things that, that she's wanting to do. So he's going to take his supporters, and they're either going to sit sit at home or he's going to send them somewhere else. 
And uh, then on top of that, you've got Trump, who they have tried all, like, like you were saying earlier, they've tried to throw everything they could at him. They tried to saddle him with Sarah Palin. And people are like, oh my God, Sarah Palin? And then Trump's like, yeah, okay. And it didn't work. And then they tried to saddle him with the, the Trump University stuff, and that didn't work. And then they keep trying to do this stuff where he's this big racist. But yet, more Latinos are supporting Trump, at least according to some of the different polls. So that's not working. So it's like they can't, they can't get rid of the guy. And, and neither side likes the guy. You've got, you've got the, the never-Trump crowd, which I really don't quite understand. They say they don't want Hillary, but they're not going to support Trump. Okay, well, whatever. And then you've got, <laughs> and then you've got yeah. the uh, the it's Hillary side. Where, 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 where do you, what do you make of some of this stuff? Uh, well, when you break it all down, you know, I, I thought this from the get-go, no matter who was going to be the Democrat nominee, um, that this election was going to be the choice, really, between socialism and capitalism. So it really yes. doesn't matter who the Democrats are going to run, because... Uh, they all have the fundamentals of Marx handed back, uh, handed to them from the Obama administration. Uh, Hillary Clinton was the first radical. I mean, my God, she was the mentor of Saul Alinsky. And then you've got Bernie Sanders, who is not even a Democrat, who is a full-blown socialist, and everyone keeps saying, oh, it's democratic socialism. Okay, whatever. Yeah, if that, if that makes you sleep at night, great. But socialism <laughs> <is> socialism. <laughs> You can't explain the difference, really. Just take a look at Venezuela. That's socialism. Wonderful. People are killing each other over food. Um, so I always thought that the, the growth of government is obviously the number one goal of the Democrats. Always has been, always will be. And so, uh, and it's interesting because I'll ask Bernie supporters, and I've actually flipped a couple of them. I'm so proud of myself, one being a gay guy. Woo! And that was before Orlando. Wow. Um, I said, don't you believe that the government is just so big and corrupt? I mean, look at all the corruption. Oh, my God. And everyone, you know, everyone's like, yeah, my God, it's horrible. I go, then why would you want to give it more power? Why would you want to expand the very entity that you know is corrupt? Why would you feed the beast? <laughs> so you have this guy, right? So you have this guy that's coming along. Now, you might not like him. He might be orange. You might not like his hair. Uh, you might, whatever it is about Donald Trump that you don't like, uh, on the Never Trumpers, it was the size of his hands, which that's why I think those people are super weird. Um, so, you know, you can attack him for all you want, but like you said, no matter what they threw at him, no matter what card, I loved when Hillary Clinton came out and tried to label him as a sexist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because there she is. She's got this sexual predator attached to her for the last, what, three decades or so? And Trump called her on it right away, and she shrank back like she'd just been bit. Yeah. So then, of course, you know, the age-old adage for the Democrats, what's the next card? Racism. Yes, everybody's a racist. Yes. <laughs> yes, everybody's a racist. Except for me. Yes. And um, Christians are racist. Everybody's racist, right? So um, this is the card that they're going to try to stick, especially after his immigration comments, and especially when we have spokespeople for the Republican Party, like Paul Ryan or Mitch McConnell, who takes every opportunity in front of the camera that they can get to call him a textbook racist or say that, you know, this is not who we are when it comes to Muslim immigration. And... 
can I can I just expound on the Muslim immigration thing? Yes, for one thing? yes. I've written go. actually quite a bit on ReaganBaby.com about Muslim immigration. But one thing I wrote on, on my Reagan Baby fan page on Facebook today, I think it's important to say, and, uh, you know, it needed to be said. And if I could get to it, I'll read it. Jeez, we even keep putting it. There we go. Uh, fill in the buffer for me until I get to my home. Well, well I'll, I'll tell you, Megan, that the, oh, the, the, the thing that Sorry. I... The thing I like about what you guys do over there also is you you are constantly using all the social media so that I, I just think that that's that's fantastic. It's not just oh, we have a website and that's it. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm very active on Facebook. I'm super active on Twitter. Um, and my 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 uh, website is really for me and then I have a couple contributors that I use. But uh, you know, primarily I'm a writer and secondarily I'm a commentator, but I love each one equally. But uh, this is what I said today. How is the unabated immigration of Muslim immigrants into England, Germany, Belgium, France, and Sweden panning out? In London, women in ads that look sexy are now forbidden. In Germany, 500 women were sexually assaulted by gangs of Middle Eastern refugees on New Year's Eve. Belgium and Paris have become hubs for jihad and have no-go zones because of, quote-unquote, Islamophobia. And Sweden is now the rape capital of the world. When you import a culture who believes that assimilation is a crime and rape, misogyny, and homophobia are rampant and condoned and promoted under Sharia, it is not Islamophobic or Hitler-esque to protect civilized people from the savagery of Sharia. In fact, to import a culture of Sharia is cultural genocide. And Mark Levin wrote about and that was it. Mark Levin wrote about wrote about this a long time ago, years ago, called America Alone, and that's what woke me up to this immigration problem. And we need to, just like Carter, institute a temporary ban because we are living in a time of war. Make no mistake about it. Orlando is a part of asymmetric warfare, as was San Bernardino, as was Paris, Belgium, Madrid, Merced, Oregon, Boston, London, and the list goes on and on. It's absolutely talk about it, abs- and I appreciate you talking about it. Well, the the thing that I don't understand is <laughs> why we, what why why we've gotten to this point, how we've gotten to this point. It it it's just absolutely mind blowing. When you understand who's in charge, when you understand that political correctness is there to protect, not expose evil. You know, fundamentally, this this you know. You can't go to a church for 20 years that is based in Marxism. You can't just be raised by communists and uh, subscribe to Marx and not be a Marxist, okay, in some way, shape, or form. This has been the fundamental principles of the progressive movement with Karl Marx, whether it's Margaret Sanger or whether it's Hillary Clinton. That too. <laughs> that too. They're, you know, Marxism and Islam are very similar in that they're all about control. 
We've got the fabulous Megan Barthas today. She joins us live here on the telephone talking a little bit about uh, the different news situations, election, and uh, the, the recent Orlando shooting. Uh, before we let you go, how do we find you online and uh, get involved with Reagan Baby? Well, you can come to my website anytime, uh, reaganbaby.com, and everyone's on Facebook. So go over there. I've got a Reagan Baby fan page. Or uh, follow me on Twitter. Send me a tweet at Reagan underscore baby. Good stuff. Well, I appreciate it, Megan. We'll, we'll talk soon. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate the time. Definitely. Have yourself a good one. Megan Barthes today. We're going to take a time out. When we come back, it is the Wednesday edition of the world famous Chicken Jaguar radio program. I'm going to tell you about my Tuesday evening. Oh, I'm going to talk about the Kitchen Table Podcast, guys. We got more coming up. Back to the Jiggy Jaguar radio show. It's a minute report for America. The extraordinary military buildup and accompanying aggressiveness of Russia and China and the alliance of those two great powers with Iran and North Korea pose the greatest threat to the United States since the British burned the White House in the War of 1812. The problem is magnified by the decline in America. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.